You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. A few minutes to try and give you a message that took me <laughs> about six weeks to two months to minister back home. Amen. In the beginning of October, at the end of October, rather, the Lord began to speak to me about, obviously, you know, with all the things happening in the world and the lockdowns and the COVID and everything that is taking place, the Lord began to say to me that for us, the born-again children of God, we are not subject to what the people are going through of this world because we are not just, you know, born-again people, but we are children of the King. And if you are a child of a king, you must understand that being a child of somebody um, if you were a child of President Cyril Ramaphosa, right now when you came in and we heard that there was the son of Cyril Ramaphosa coming through the door, immediately people start to move away a little bit and make sure that their bodyguards, you know, just to make sure he's fine. Why? Because he's the son of someone that is not. So sitting in here, we've got children of kings, and it's besides a king to see his children struggling, not making it, failing to pay their bills, going through the difficult things. It's not God's will, and it's not God's plan for your life. Therefore, God began to talk to me in the, in the end of October and says to me, tell my people that the time of increase has begun. And he says to me that this month, talking about um, November and December, he said to me, there shall be months of months for my people. And he says, going into next year, I'm going to increase my people. Now, we have begun to see it in the ministry back home because the Lord began to really speak to us about this. So what I've done today, I have compiled a few slides, which I'm going to look at, and we're going to talk about the slides. And we're talking on the message increase, and a particular on this particular session, we're going to be speaking about what you need to know about kingdom wealth. What you need to know about kingdom wealth. Now, these things are going to be vital for you going into um, this coming month and this coming year, because... The world, even now, they are struggling. The businesses are failing. People's eco economies are failing. Personal, private economies are failing. Countries are failing. But we are from a superior country. The Bible says that we are citizens of heaven. In other words, we are from a different country with a different economic system. So the Lord has brought me here because the enemy fought me like you've never seen before this past week because there is somebody here that is about to become a global changer. You're about to become a global changer in way. I'm not saying this to help you. I'm saying this because this is the word of the Lord for you. The time has come and if you can walk in these things, you are going to walk into a place of supernatural power where poverty can't touch you, lack won't touch you, sickness, whatever's happening in the world will not touch you. Now, in about 2010, my wife and I were, we, we were really, really, um, you know, 2010 is not that far away. We were struggling. Our struggles and struggles were battling. I couldn't get school fees paid for my children. I was, I was fasting at least twice a week. 
fasting and praying at least twice. And we were praying, we were fasting, you know, and, and we were calling, we were lying down on the ground, calling unto God and, and saying, please, Father, please open up your eyes for your people, Father, please. We were crying out to God in about um, 2009, 2010. And it had become something that we'd be doing every week and every week and crying and saying, Father, increase us financially and nothing happened. Then one day, while I was lying down on that, you know, on that floor, on that carpet, while we were all crying, suddenly I lifted up my head and I heard the Lord say to me, my program for increase is not subjected to prayer and fasting. It says to me, you can pray, you can fast, you can do whatever you like, but you are using a different, a, a wrong tool for the things that I have for you. And then the Lord began then to teach me these things and to help me. That is what I'm going to help you with. And now going into to this year now, we are in 2011. I can tell you now from 2010, our entire assets, I'm talking about everything that we had at my price. You know your price, is, because of sentimental value, is higher. If I sold everything that I had, including the car that I drove, we we're going to get about 80000 at my price, eight zero. Because we didn't own a house without, you know, I mean, you know it. If you're not trying to sell your second-hand goods, what happens? And then the Lord said to me, you've been praying, you've been fasting, you've been doing all of these things, but now I want you to go to another level that I've called you because the devil has lied to the church and made them think tithing, the covenant of tithing, the covenant of giving is a plot by ministers and men of God to take money out of people so that they can feather themselves. He says that is the greatest lie suddenly sold to the church, and therefore my people in my churches, many across the world, they are struggling financially because their thinking has not been lined up with what I've already done on the cross of Calvary for them. And the Lord said to me, now this is what you are going to do. He says, whatever you're trying to do here, praying and fasting, does not answer to what, to what I want to increase. Therefore, I want you to take your car, your only car, and give it away. So I drove the vehicle that I had, which was our only vehicle. Remember now, I've got children, I've got a wife, plus I've got kids. Now I drove this vehicle to Johannesburg to a pastor I'd never seen before, and I gave him the car. We flew back down and with no money, the guy that we gave the car bought a ticket to fly us back. So we flew back and somebody picked us at the airport and we went home. Now we had no vehicle to use. So we had to borrow and beg for vehicles while we were waiting for the manifestation because the Lord had told me, you need to do this thing quickly. The more you are trying to diagnose how to make it happen, the poorer you are getting. So now, I, then when I gave and I did that, in 20, fast forward to 2010, just now, two, well, maybe was it a month ago, and we have given out our first property, which is paid for, given it away, we gave it away to somebody. So God said to us in church, there's a couple here in church, take that property and give it to him, and it's worth about a million rand. So that was, I'm not talking about cars we've given over the years, we have grown, I'm not going to say the amount, but... We are in the tens in terms of millions of our net worth now and our asset value from 50,000 in 2010. So you are looking at a man who's got a tangible, feelable, holdable 
you know, financial increase. And if you can hear what I'm saying today and you can walk in this from this day, your life will not be subject anymore to what they say on a family meeting, what the family meeting said. It's not gonna be, you're not going to be subject anymore, but you're going to have to line up your position. You see, you are already blessed. You just need to change your condition by lining up with your position. So then he gave me these keys, and he says, number one, understanding how kingdom wealth works. Number one, what you need to understand, what you need to know about kingdom wealth. He said, number one, the kingdom of God works through multiple keys, spiritual keys. The kingdom of God works through multiple spiritual keys. Let's go to the book of Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. It says, and I'll give unto thee the keys. Keys. Not one, I'll give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. So here he says, I will give you keys. Not a key, I'll give you keys. Now this is the revelation that the Lord now gave me while I lay down there wondering what to do with my family. He says, I'll give you the keys. Now, many of you that are sitting in this room, all of you here you have got a bunch of keys if you slept at home last night or wherever you slept, you had keys that you had to use to get into your yard, wherever. So if you stayed in a complex, the key that opens the complex gate is a different key to the one that opens your lounge door. And the key that opens your bedroom door is different to that one of the lounge and the toilet. So even though it's one house, one yard, there are multiple keys to access the different rooms in those particular yards. Now when you get born again and you accept Jesus, there is a key of salvation. That key allows you to enter the kingdom, but you are still broke, busted, disgusted, because to finances there is a key. To revelation, there's a key. To wisdom, there's a key. To increase, there's a key. Now that you are born again and have entered the kingdom of God, even though you are in the kingdom, you could be a broke kingdom citizen. Why? Because you have not used the key for increase to open the door that God has already laid out the things for you. So I'm not going to go through all the scriptures because of, you know, to try and limit on time because I want to be able to get some other things. So there are various keys you must understand, family, that when you fast and pray, it's a powerful thing. It's a powerful key. But go read Isaiah 58. If you read from about verse 10, the Bible says, Then thy light shall shine in obscurity. That's what it's talking about. And thy darkness shall be as the noonday. What he's saying there is that as you fast and pray, I will give you light to how to do something. However, you cannot take a key of fasting and try and open a door of increase. You cannot take a key of prayer and try and open a door of increase with it. Although you pray, so you hear born again children of God saying, you know, Let's just pray about it. When it comes to increase, you end getting it until you give it. I was there. And Westmore, I was a pastor. Preaching. And I was preaching to others about it, but I did not have a form of it. I was talking about it, but I did not have a form of it. It was not tangible. I'm not talking about increase in the form of survival. 
and paying your bills. Because when you are just surviving and you pay, God did not say to Abraham, Abraham, thou shalt become a father of many nations. And I'll bless you to pay your bills. He says, I'll bless you to be a blessing. Until your level of increase has reached a particular level where you are now giving houses, cars, money, buildings, you are giving others, you are blessed, but you have not reached the optimum level of the blessing of Abraham of which we're hewn. So here, there are many that are sitting here today. You are here because your lights and water are paid. But God is saying, I'm taking you beyond a lights and water level. I want to take my people to a level of increase that the world has to watch and see. He says, I want to increase my people. Now, two weeks ago, the Lord began to speak to us and he said to us, you know, now you must understand that God said to Abraham, take Isaac and go give him on the, on the altar. He did that with us. And the Lord began to say to me, you know, what about you buying over Mango Airlines from these people because they are struggling? Watch this. We wrote an offer to Mango Airlines to buy them out. Without the money. As we, as, as we wrote out to do that, to give them, because we knew it's on a property. One good friend, as we were just talking in our boardroom, he says to me, man, you want to buy Mango Airlines? I'm on board. I'll give you all the money you need to buy Mango Airlines. He says to me, start doing all that. He says, whatever you tell me to do, I will do it. He says, I've got, you know, I know, he's not playing because we know, I know what he owns. Therefore, we wrote all our emails. We ended up having a, a you know, a meeting with the office up, up there in Sydney, Australia. Uh, you know, it's a, I'm not going to say their name, but they're very big in, in, in aviation. They know every different airport, who owns it, who owns So we went into that. So we, we had a meeting with these guys on, you know, on one, you know, on, on Zoom. And they took us through the different graphs and they showed us from when they started, where they are. Now, I'm not going to tell you why I did not go for the deal. When I looked at everything else, I was not happy with the returns in the deal. So I refused to do the offer. So we begged out of it, not because we couldn't afford it, but because we we're not happy with the returns we were going to get in it. I'm not talking about small little things. I'm talking about tangible, feelable stuff that we can hold and walk in. I don't know who I'm talking to here today. There are people here that needs to change their thinking and know that you are global changers. You have been called by God to do tangible things. This whole city, you have been called by God to change the city. Now tonight, you better be here. Because when we go into tonight, we're going to talk about how we're going to all get debt free. And I want you on your phone to write everything that you owe, everybody that you owe. If you owe a Katie Mouse, put it on your phone and bring it with you. Because today, tonight, we are going to set that debt packing. The Lord said to me, it's a time of increase now. I began to see it in our ministry, how people are beginning to increase. One guy came to me in the week and he said, I never ever thought I would afford something for this price. Why God is now beginning to increase people. Why? So that they can become a blessing. So number one, God said to me, the kingdom of God works through multiple spiritual keys. Number two, 
The kingdom wealth and riches are not an accomplishment, but an entrustment. Kingdom riches and wealth is not how many degrees you have, how many, um, you know, how much education level you have. Because Abraham, now school is great. So don't hear what I'm saying. Go to school. But the thing is this, tell me which school did Joseph go to? Abraham go to? Isaac go to? Jacob go to? All these countries, Solomon, who became very, very wealthy, man. When it comes to kingdom, I'm not talking about worldly wealth. I'm talking about kingdom wealth. When it comes to kingdom wealth and riches, it is not an accomplishment or an achievement, but it is indeed an entrustment. So you are groping in the dark trying to achieve that which you could be entrusted with. Because now you're, you are trying to use praying and fasting. Whenever you're offering, you, the devil says, don't do it because you will not have enough. So you hold back and you rather go pray. Therefore, what you have done there, you have taken your complex remote for your main gate and you are trying to open your bedroom door with it. You will be standing out there until hell freezes over. You understand? You try, it will never open because it's the wrong. So this is the lie Satan sold to people. He said, if you can just pray enough, you will all be okay. Until the Lord told me, there are multiple keys. In order for you to be fulfilled, you need to use those multiple keys. Then it took me to Revelation chapter, you know, if you read Revelation chapter 22 from verse 1 and 2, it begins to talk about the, the, you know, the river that was flowing in the middle of the city and each side there was a tree of life and it says that, and that tree was yielding a manner of fruit every month. It was yielding. And it says to me, and the leaves of that tree were for the healing of the nations. And it said to me that there are 12 men particular fruit, 12 keys I've given the people. If you can teach them those 12 keys year round, they're going to be healed financially. If your bills are not paid properly, you are sick financially. If there are lawyers' letters trying to repossess your house, you are sick financially. You need the leaves for the healing of your household. If you're worried about what you're going to do, you know, there are people all around you bothering you, phoning you, wanting to take it away, you are sick financially. But somebody... Yes to know today, your sick days are over. Amen. Because as you can walk in these things, you are going to walk in supernatural power. Now look at Luke chapter 19, um, verse 17. Luke 19, verse 17. It says, the king said to him, I'm reading in God's word translation. The king said to him, good job, you are a good servant. You proved that you could be trusted. You could be trusted. If you read the NIV, you could be trustworthy with a very small matter, now take charge. You could be trusted. The key word in that scripture was not that this guy prayed a lot. The key was he could be trusted. Kingdom riches you have to be trusted with. You don't work for them. You can never accomplish what God is going to give to you by work. It is going to have to be entrusted because what God wants to do in this last day, in this last hour, before the coming of the Lord, is going to require not just millions, 
billions are going to be required to go out into the world and bring forth the harvest that God has already laid. And that harvest has to be, that, that, that economic order that brings that harvest has to be given to people that can be trusted. So the reason why you walked into this church this morning, God wants to see, can you be trusted? I know we're in lockdown. I know we can't really all come to church. But the point is this. Some people, you can't even trust them with church attendance. God is saying that I want to trust you with favor. I want to trust you with money. I want to trust you with assets. But can God trust you with kingdom wealth? Because in the kingdom of God, the only way you get wealthy is by an entrustment. There is no way on earth that in 10 years I could have gone and quadrupled. I don't even, it's, it's more than 100 of folds we have multiplied. Impossible. It has to only be God. So can you be trusted with favor? Now 2 Corinthians chapter 9 to 10 says, now may he who supplies seed to the sower. He who does what? Who supplies seed? God supplies money to you. You're trying to work for it to sow it, but God says, I'll supply it to you. But if you're not a sower, you're not qualified to the supply. The supply can only be enacted by those that are prepared to sow because it is a covenant of, of increase. The covenant of increase can only be worked out by sowing and reaping. Now, as you enter into this new year, there is no time that we're going to get to a world without pandemics, family. You cannot pray away a prophetic agenda. Or faith away a prophetic agenda. Jesus said, go read it, in the last days, these things are going to happen. When Jesus said it, ain't nobody can reverse it. But the nice thing is, you, if you eat of your leaves, of your fruit, you will be having an exemption from what they are going through. Even though they are going through this trouble, but those that walk in the word are going to have an exemption. Now, somebody say, I confess my scriptures. Confession is a key. But the key of confession will not replace the key of giving. You can walk around every day and say, I believe I'm, I'm wealthy. I believe I'm wealthy. My needs are all met. My needs are no, all met. It's like a farmer going to his farm saying, I've got a harvest and I've got a harvest and he never sowed seed. So confession is a key. That key only works after you use another key. If you notice that your bedroom key only works after you opened your lounge door to go in. Their keys not only work in order of the unlocking of that particular thing. You unlock the gate, you unlock, you see, you key. they work in conjunction with other keys in the kingdom of God. So God says, I'll only give seed to the one that sows. So key number two, kingdom wealth and riches are not an accomplishment but an entrustment. God is looking for people to trust. Small responsibilities. God is looking for people to trust. Then the third key God showed me says, giving is the only gateway to financial riches. Giving is the only gateway to financial riches. Now let's look at your scripture that you are familiar with, Luke 6.38. 
pray and it will be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Fast and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Confess your scriptures and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Just have faith in God and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. You've been reading it wrong this whole time. Give. And it shall be. That's it. Signed, sealed, delivered. You can pray it. You can fast it. You can be upside down. It won't work. Because I've been there. You're you're talking about, I've got the t-shirt for this. I've been there. Fasting, praying. I looked at my wife lying down there and I got so messed up. I said, this beautiful woman lying down there like a crocodile. Ain't no more fire. I am changing this thing. I am done with this thing. I I, I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit everything. Ministry, everything, quit. I I thought maybe God doesn't work. In the moment, it was me who was not working. The whole time. So now... Giving and tithing is a covenant of increase for the born-again child of God. It's a covenant. A covenant is an agreement. It's an agreement. When you do your part, God is obligated to do his. And that's the only way, the only way that we now begin to rise. Obviously, there's the keys of not being offended. It's a key. So now God says, when these 12 keys I've given you work in conjunction with one another, in agreement with one another, you refuse to be offended, you stand on the word of God, you're walking in faith, you are believing me, you know who you are, and you have given. When these keys work together, your increase shall be great. Upon It will be felt in the ends of the earth. He says, I'll increase and it will be felt. Now, in the next few months, some of you here that are going to hear this message and walk in it, your property, some of you will be debt free in 24 hours, the Lord said to me. There are people here that, you know, when when that man came to to the meeting in our ministry a month ago and he walked in here, he did not know that when he leaves church that Sunday, he's going to have a a completely debt free four bedroom, double garage, own sweet house, free of charge. He had no clue that he was going to get that. Within, a, within, I just whispered to my wife and said, what is, God's telling me this, what do you, and then it says, it's a seed. That was it. Gave it. Gone. Bye. See you. God said to me, within 24 hours, some shall be dead free. He says, some are breaking barriers of where their families were before. He says, if you can be trusted, if you can walk with me and trust me, and I can trust you, I'm about to increase you. I remember when I started to date Pastor Lizzo when we met, you know, we met, you know, in the church here, you know, some years back. And when we were dating, the first few, the first month, oh, you don't get no credit card, you don't get no debit card, nothing. The first month, you get small little postcards. I miss you. Today we're married. She can, you know, today she can, it doesn't matter what, she, she can have my cars. As the problem now, wallet is with the hair right now. <laughs> in our house, when, in, our, in our home, when, when, we, when we go shopping, you know, they, there's no budget for shopping. They just go shopping and then the money comes off my card. <laughs> then they come home, then when they come home, Pastor will be like, 
you know, I brought you something nice, you know. <laughs> but you brought me something that's my own money. Money is fine, it's all our money. My money, my card, is haircut by covenant. Covenant. And she just goes there and she does her thing and, you know, swiped. It doesn't matter whatever it is. It, come, it, it comes up and she has... And the reason why it's like that is because we now have a level of trust. Like, not be, if you just maybe, you know, uh, you know, it just came down the road and, and you know, you, we don't know you, maybe just a slave queen, you know, and you walk down the road, we don't know, we don't know who you are, and, and you walk through the door, you know, and, 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 you know, it's two weeks, and nobody giving no money to a slave queen. You don't know that. They will take your car and buy themselves a car and more, more nails and all of that. Really? So when I met her, I thought, wow, that's a slave. But I didn't give her anything because this slave queen is going to spare. So we give one another postcard. Now she can have my card. Why? Because in our family, it's not about achievement. It's about entrustment. Now I can trust her. And through entrustment, my car is her car. Our properties are her properties. Everything belongs to her. Why? Because I've given her a name called Lamini Higher than any other name she was given. And now she's got everything that she needs from me. Job chapter 5, verse 20. <laughs> Pray for me. Hallelujah. <laughs> Job chapter 5, verse 20 says, in fair man, he shall redeem thee. This is a person with the covenant with God. He is now understood that I'm not being forced to do something. This is a covenant for my increase. Because before then, before God spoke to me about that, I was critical to ministers. Criticized them. I said, they are stealing. As personally, I wish to criticize ministers. And now after this, I realized that tithing was not me giving to church. It is in a covenant, that it's an agreement. If you do this, I will do that. That was it. Now watch what he says. So this is a covenant man. He says, in fair man he shall redeem thee from death and in war from the power of the sword. Thou shalt be hid from the scourge of the tongue. Neither shalt thou be afraid of destruction when it cometh. How many of you know that destruction is, is coming to the world? The Bible says you shall not be afraid when it cometh. <laughs> now look at the next verse. I hope you're ready, man. You're ready for this. And destruction and famine, thou shalt laugh. And destruction and famine, thou shalt laugh. Because you've got a covenant. You see, when they were looting in Deben, you didn't experience it yet. If you were there, you didn't know what I'm talking about. When they were looting and people were running everywhere and the, every shop was closed and there was no shop to buy food, people would come to our house. We used to distribute food to other people. Why? Because we suddenly, in time of famine and when everything was closed, we got favor. Guys like Fruit and Veg would open their doors just for two people to go in, close them back. We would show. We, Pastor Lisa, we felt guilty walking with a trolley alone in that shop. I'm talking about increase in a touchable way. 
Not just talking about it, but it's not tangible. Because you can talk about it and not obtain it. You can only talk about what you've, but you can, you can only show what you've obtained. Now the Lord said to me then, my people must laugh at destruction when it comes. Famine when it comes. Why? Because they are ready and they are building. They are building their walls. They are getting ready, building these walls. When the enemy comes in, they are ready to respond like a flood against him. Why? Because they have been building and acting on my covenant. Let me tell you, family, I don't know how many here, you, you, if you are not a covenant practitioner, this is your time to become strict covenant practitioners because as you do that, you are going to become world changers on a global stage. This church, the bake, it will be known. All those watching me from the campuses and all those that are on our online, when you walk in this, you are going to walk into places where they will begin to say, who are these people? Where do they come from? Why? Because God says, my covenant people, I will trust them with everything that they need. This is your time and your hour of increase.